0: If you're trying to do lashes in your neighborhood, or you have clients going, your lashes aren't that good. I mean, <laughs> I mean really? Are, is that really happening? And people are spray painting your windows. This lash artist sucks. I don't think that's really happening. If you're just advertising marketing to your local community, through your Instagram, social media, you're not getting hate because you're just trying to help people. People who are trying to help people don't get a lot of hate. The people who get hate are the ones who are showboating and bragging online. Always ask why. Your friend in the lash industry.
1: Coming to you from the City of Roses, this is the broadcast by Lash Professionals and for Lash Professionals. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hey Toss. Hey Paul. How are you? I'm really, really good. Today is a good baby cast day. It's a good
0: day for a baby cast and it's been a busy day. We've had a lot going on. I feel like we're doing 20,000 things all at once.
1: Yeah I'm teaching a class in Indianapolis this weekend so I wanted to make some changes to itinerary. Some upgrades yep. So we did some videos and some uh, little how-tos. And we
0: went to the hotel for LashCon and we yeah and then we did this. Oh and then we did a planning meeting for like our signage and all that stuff with uh, Pat and Steph over there. Girl Girl Society. And that was really cool. Really fun stuff. And it's going to be a lot of Instagrammable moments. I'll just say that oh, for last Oh, yes. It's going to be lots of fun stuff. So before that, well, we're going to talk today about two things. We're going to talk first about haters again. We have another thing. Like before we talk about why you should embrace your haters... So we're going to go on and talk about not that aspect, because I think we covered that well. So if you haven't heard that, by the way, we believe when people bash you, you should embrace them and listen, and maybe there's something you can learn. Maybe
1: there's something you can learn.
0: So that was that one. But then today we're going to go a little bit differently to influencers that maybe rub you a little wrong and some of the things that people do with that. And then secondly, we're also going to talk about investing someone else's dreams. Is that a bad thing, good thing? Because again, it's the mark of a loser. Yeah, someone invests in other dreams, you're a loser. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna talk about that because I, I, I really think there's some bad mindsets being shared or basically sold to you. And I wanna go over that. But before, what do we have to us? We have announcements. We have announcements. So, okay, real quick. First thing is we want you guys to be tagging us like if you learn something from us and you decide to post online, make sure you include us, like tag us and then we'll, we share it because a lot of times you guys I see it, and then you guys haven't tagged us, so we can't share it. So, want to share in your chat yeah, right? we definitely want to let people know about that. Also last awards right now are currently open, and we had a whole episode last week that we talked about. Go back, listen to it, and then go sign up guys. Do it today.
1: If you're killing it, if you are rocking it, you're doing something special, even if you're not and you want to next year, go ahead and apply. This is for you. This is your time.
0: This is your chance. And even if you don't think you'll win, I guarantee you, the odds are better than you think because we're not just picking one winner in every category. There can be multiples if you all are a high level. And it's just one of those things where you you are your worst critic usually until you sit down and you share with others and other people might be like, wow, you're really doing something special there. So go do it. There's two divisions for solo and for salon owners. Go look it up. And it's in the show notes as well as on their Instagram and our website. And go sign up. And then you'll see the questions, fill them out. And it'll take a few hours, but it's well worth it. And we've gone into all that. So let's keep moving on. Last con tickets are sold out, but the virtual tickets are here. It's 197. They go up on September 5th to 247. So buy them now. And we're gonna do a a raffle soon where we're gonna allow people a chance to upgrade their tickets. So if you have a standard ticket or a virtual ticket, you can upgrade to a VIP because we have we got a handful of VIPs to sell or those of you who already have a standard, well, we're going to have, a, I think, I have three or four standard tickets I can sell now, and I'm to, you can upgrade from virtual to that. So you're going to get those first options. So if you don't have virtual, like you don't, you're not buy a ticket at all, you're going to be the last people have a chance to buy that ticket through a lot. We're going to give the tickets away or give give options to people before have to buy them. So if you want to get in right now and you're like, well, I didn't buy tickets from last time, go buy the virtual ticket,
1: and then you get a shot at it. Yeah. Do you want to talk about where we got the VIPs? Because we did do an episode before where we're like, we don't have any more. Yeah, well, people
0: decided to return their tickets. Okay. <laughs> people said, I can't come. So, when people can't come, guess what? I get to get more people to come because we would like to sell all those tickets and have everyone here. I don't like to see a full house. I don't want to see, you know, 10 people basically back out and say, I'm not going now and then those seats are not taken.
1: The other way to possibly get in if you uh, get a ticket is if you do apply for a Lashy and you do...
0: Yeah, well, have a few don't bet on that don't wait if you're waiting for the lashy sale which it won't be a public one if you went in a year and you didn't buy a ticket we have a handful literally a handful of tickets waiting for those people because a lot of people in their lashes are already coming so mm-hmm. we're not going to be selling like eight 30 tickets that way. And that won't be the public. That'll be literally just for the people who have lash Awards. So, all right. And Lashcon, buy the upgrades. If you already have your ticket, then go look at the upgrades. They're worth it. I promise you on Friday and Saturday, we have all these bonus events that you can do some stuff that's more about lashes and such. So you definitely want to look into that. And then Tuscany's next Lash Retention class is in August. It's on in Las Vegas, August 27th, 28th. And then next, we're going to be in November 19th, 20th, in Boston, back here in LA, December 3rd and 4th. All right, let's get into well our topics today we had two. First, we want to talk about haters because i see it where people will go online and they'll post like hey you know ignore your haters when they come after you and they're like almost being defensive on their page about dealing with haters and because and i get it they're getting the hate and why do you think they're actually here's the thing that i think is interesting because i watch these people and they complain about the haters and i always go maybe you should ask why you're getting the hate
1: Some of the things they might say are, I can tell that there's people that I considered good friends that aren't happy for my success, i.e. they're jealous. They're jealous of me. Yeah,
0: that's the big one. I think that's often the one where they throw shade on. They don't name anyone ever. It's always very ambiguous. But usually they'll say, well, my family or some close friends or maybe some Instagram people or some other people in their life have all of a sudden kind of gone sour on them. And they're not as loved as they once were. And they'll go publicly announce that saying, hey, guys, Remember, when you, no one loves you or when people hate you, it's just because they're jealous.
1: And you're doing something great. You're doing something you're great. Doing so, something doing great. so
0: just ignore them and, because they're just jealous little babies. And you know what? Yes, they are jealous. I absolutely believe that. But they're jealous because you're doing something different. Back in the day when you were building your business, doesn't matter what, it was, it was a salon, solopreneur, trainer, product line, whatever it was you're building, you were doing something maybe, and I would say maybe you were just being you and being kind of humble about it, just going along. But somewhere along the way, you got a little, like, ego, or you've seen other people, like the Kardashians, you know, people that are at the top of the food chain as far as influencer world goes, and you say, I want to Im- mimic that. I want to imitate them. And so they decide to go out and literally copy their MO, right? They, so
1: what we're talking about is, like, pictures in front of amazing Places. Yeah, vacation uh, homes trips. Cars. Purses. Ex- handbags. Yeah.
0: Nice clothing. All you can tell it's Gucci or they're in front of a Gucci store. A lot of times, you know, guys, you know, influencers just do this stuff. They rent it or they just get in front of a car and take a picture and they say stuff. That I'm not saying that a lot of people in our last industry do that, but that's no, no. not an unknown thing to do. But There are people in our industry. They show
1: trappings of wealth. Yeah. They show trappings of luxury and things that we all lust for. And by the way, let me say this. I don't
0: care if they do that. You're more welcome to go online and be and do whatever you want. But being naive to say, i decided to start posting all my vacations and my cars and my food and my clothing and my purses. And then I start getting hate. And I just don't understand. I guess it's because they're just jealous. And I'm like, wait a minute, wait, wait. You're thrusting your wealth and showboating in front of other people. And you don't understand that that generally rubs, I'd say, most people wrong? I mean, like in real life... In real life, imagine if you lived this way. Like, of course, people dress and wear clothes and drive cars to gain attention, right? You drive up and you get out to the valet and you throw your keys and there's your nice new version of whatever car it is and it costs eighty thousand dollars and you're like well oh, it's just my car take care of it and of course you're doing that because you, you want accolades you want status right our world really values status and so it feels good to walk up and then you walk out and you're wearing your gucci purse and you got your little things and it feels very powerful and then you know you know what you're doing you're, you're just saying I'm successful. I have all the outer workings of showing what it means to be successful. Well,
1: that's why luxury goods are luxurious. They're symbols that other people can see that are very expensive and it means that you've arrived. And I'm not saying that they're bad. That's not what I'm no, saying. No,
0: there's nothing wrong with having that. But I think the problem is once you drive up and you park your car and you walk out in your nice purse, then kind of what you do in the social media field, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe someone will tell you. Maybe, a lot, maybe we have a lot of people disagree with me with this. But... It's kind of like you got out of the car and you saw a group of girls over there. You walk up to them and go, hey, gals, that's mine.
1: Uh-huh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> hey, gu- hey, guys, look, this is my purse. This is my Louis.
0: Yeah. So you, you you're like not it? just dressing nice. You're pointing it out to people like, look at me. Don't you like my Gucci purse? And the girl's like, uh, yeah, yeah, it's sure, nice. It's, nice. Yeah. I it's all
1: mine. It's mine. It's mine. I bought that's it. It's my car. I bought it with my it's
0: own money. $150,000, guys, in case you didn't know.
1: Look at my shoes. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's and you know what? I'm going to order bottle service right now. Right
0: now, and you're not invited.
1: Or you could, too, if you bought my program. Or, or yeah, or worse, <laughs> they'd say, you
0: can be like me and buy my all my trainings and coachings and all my events and products and stuff. And if you do, yes, and then you'll want to have a car and, and life in the house like me. When I see brands and influencers and people in their industry doing that, and then they kind of act shocked, like, wait, I don't understand why people are hating me and it's just because they're jealous i'm like well it's because you're showboating there's no humility in what you're doing you're literally going online and bragging about everything in your life and then you're perplexed and you get defensive about haters to me it's either you're not self-aware like you don't realize what you're doing you don't really actually understand that this type of behavior We'll create haters. People aren't going to love you if I show up every day at work and yell to everyone, guys, here's my $120,000 Tesla. I don't know how much it cost, but let's just say, I have the top line Tesla, and I'm yelling out to the world, here I am, guys. And I walk into the office and go, oh, my gosh, my expensive car. I hope no one dings it when I'm in, in, in there. And people are just like, dude, get over yourself. Who do you think you are? That's kind of what people do with their Instagram pages. And, and then they complain about haters.
1: Yeah. Well, I think that what they might be doing is they might be getting coaching from somewhere or or thinking that it's bringing people are going to admire them for having these things and it's
0: aspirational or,
1: you know, bouncing around in a bikini and looking at how fit they are. Yeah. Well, for sure, a beautiful body that's toned and ticks all the boxes for being beautiful is something to admire for sure. Yeah. But sometimes it can alienate people because it does. what does that have to do with a brand? What does that have to do, unless you're selling a dream that you too can look like me, you too can have what I have. Well,
0: that's what they say they do. But I, I think there's a real fine line there to say, look, I have gotten success in my life and I want to help you. And I'm going to teach you value. I'm going to give you tips. I'm going to give you information that so that you can be equipped to do it versus just showing off. You no know, one. I was a kid. Were like there was a saying, "No one loves a show off," and I think that is so true. And or if you know you're showing off, just get you know, just shut up about the hater stuff. Just no, that comes with it. The more you show off, the more you hate. The can- Kardashians, by the way, I think are they got that? They understand they're going to have a lot of haters, and they don't care because guess what? They're making millions and they're laughing all the way to the bank. So. Good for them. And by the way, if you're listening and you're one of these people, God willing, I, hopefully you don't feel, I don't, we don't hate you by any means. I'm just saying, I feel there's other last artists out there that are feeling either one, bad for feeling jealous. And I'm going to say... You shouldn't feel jealous. That's kind of what they're hoping you would feel. Or they're just doing stuff that create those feelings. And by the way, you don't have to follow people that make you feel bad. You can always unfollow and remove them from your list. Like don't continue to just say, well, maybe because they're popular, I'm supposed to follow them and feel bad every day. No, that doesn't make any sense.
1: It's like gossip, Gossip, when you hear it, it's almost like a piece of candy, but it's actually poison. When you first look at it, you're like, oh my gosh, it looks looks so so great. It's so tasty. It's so juicy. It's got all these great flavors. And you really are like, oh my gosh, because you feel better about yourself that somebody else has done something like this or, you know, something juicy, right? Yeah. But the poison part is that it's bad for your soul. It's bad for relationships. It's bad for society. It undermines, you know, sometimes it might not even be true. And then you're listening to something that's not true and can affect a relationship. So it looks good, but it's really bad for you. In the same way, it's like we all want nice things. We all want to look beautiful. We want to have wealth, we want to have stability, we want to have security, we want to have all those good things. Those are good desires. Yeah. And luxury items are like symbols of that. And in order to get that, you need to have a certain amount of money and disposable income, that kind of thing. To have that amazing body, it means that you've had to, you know, work out and
0: sacrifice sacrifice, and, and a
1: lot of other people don't have it. So when you have it, it makes you feel better. But again, it's kind of like poison because while it's super easy to be applauded for something like that, that's not where your real value comes from. True. Your real value doesn't come from like looking smoking hot in a bikini, although it feels good. The value comes from who we are. As, as human people. beings yeah, as
0: people just general people we have innate value yeah
1: and as christians we believe that that comes from god and yeah. it's immutable and it's unchangeable and there's dignity to the human being yeah and then it's about relationships about family and you know if you just settle for the stuff the candy you can't survive on that it doesn't give you enough nutrients to thrive yeah the stuff that makes you thrive as a human being is the value it's the 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 intimacy with your loved ones, it's peace and having joy, which doesn't come from things that can be taken away, like cars and handbags and stuff yeah. like that. Those things are nice, yeah. but they're not nutritious, right? No. So I think. You can't eat them. Right. There's a temptation <laughs> for all of us, and it's not like I haven't had that temptation. I haven't delighted. We all delighted do. We all it, do. Yeah.
0: I mean, this year has been a nice turnaround after like three really crappy years for us. We've been going through the slog for years, like close the salon, COVID. I mean, just like beat up after beat up, like all of us, right? It's been a tough couple of years and we've had to be careful this year's been a nice turnaround and i want to be very mindful that i'm not going to go out there and brag about things like i mean i even felt a little weird like when we had a million listens to our podcast i was like do we share that is that something inappropriate i'm not trying to brag i do feel like there's little things in life i do feel like we can celebrate like birthdays and anniversaries and i felt like milestones in your business but at the same time i want to be careful and mindful about that that it was not so that's why i don't show us on vacations actually there's nothing to brag about our home
1: <laughs> oh, I, let, let me tell you our home is so Junkie. it's not
0: doesn't matter it's not going to the home anyhow <laughs> all i'm saying is that we, we try to be very mindful and by the way we don't get a lot of hate you see these people posting and they go on and then they get defensive online and say hey when you get haters this is how you deal with them like wait a minute why are you so worried about haters i go oh because you're getting a lot of hate so you think all your followers i think the average last artist gets almost zero hate now maybe i'm wrong maybe you can reach out to me and say, no i get a lot of hate if you're getting I hate mean, let us know trying to do lashes in your neighborhood where you have clients going, your lashes aren't that good. I mean, <laughs> I mean, really? Are, is that really happening? And people are spray painting your windows. This lash artist sucks down with volume. I mean, I don't think that's really happening. If you're just advertising marketing to your local community through your Instagram, social media, and you're just trying to get some people to come in and buy product from you. If you're a lash artist with a product line or you're doing clients and you're just trying to get clients, you're not getting hate because you're just trying to help people. People who are trying to help people don't get a lot of hate. The people who get hate are the ones who are showboating and bragging online. That's why they're getting hate. So for those of you who are following people and go, yeah, I gotta watch out for the haters, you don't have to worry about haters if you're a kind person and you're just trying to help people. The reason why people hate the Kardashians is because they showboat. They brag, and they show all their wealth and all that. The reason why Grant Cardone gets a lot of hate is because he goes on and he acts all humble, like, here I am, my little jet, and I'm a billionaire, and I'm going to teach you one day to be a billionaire. No, no, no. He gets hate because he's showboating, and he's bragging about his life, and there's no humility at all about who he is, and yet people keep paying a lot of money for his trainings. But that said, I just think it's like we've got to realize that you don't have to worry about hate if that's your model. If your role models is just be kind, serve other people. You may once a blue moon get someone that like didn't like your work or something like that. Okay, but it's not going to be a regular problem. And I guess we wanted to, for those of you who are worried about hate stop worrying about them, do good work, take care of people, bless those, help others, lift everyone up, and you're going to build a great business that will thrive and do well and will not be hated. Or if your models are to follow after the, these other people, we would encourage you to abandon those models. Don't try to be their Kardashians. They, they That type of stuff is... It's so empty and I don't. It's like you said, it's like candy. It, it's not fulfilling. It's not, it doesn't
1: make you it feel It fills like, you up, but it robs your soul of nutrition. Yeah, it does. Of what's good for you. Yeah.
0: So that's, and those of you who are influencers, maybe you're doing that and you're like, yeah, I always wondered why I was getting hate. Hopefully, maybe this brought you at least a little insight and that maybe you'll change your way of doing things. I'm not saying you have to, and we're not judging you if you decide to do it because this is like one of those gray areas in life. I don't think it's a right or wrong. You <laughs> just pick your path in life that you want. And you're like, no, no, I want to do the aspirational kind of like, I'm going always going to be in my bikini when you see me and I'm going to be at pool sides every other post and all right, fine. And you know what? If it makes you money and you do great, God bless you. You're not hurting anyone. It's just posting on Instagram, but I'm just, maybe you'll realize that that it's what you're doing is you're rubbing people wrong <laughs> and all that. I'm just, I mean, maybe we should say, this is a message to all the influencers out there that seem to get hate. Maybe you didn't think of this. I, I a, just
1: think that maybe you should ask there that instead of ignoring them and just saying that they're jealous, there might be something that, you're doing. that you can do that would lessen people's bad feelings about you. Exactly.
0: Okay, so one more point. And this one is one that I've, I've noticed a lot online. is actually, I think, a deep sickness in our culture that is the lash industry. It might be just the whole beauty industry. And that's this concept I see where people like, stop building other people's dreams, build your own.
1: Yeah. Why should you work for somebody else? Stop furthering your life away, basically, and go out and do your own thing because that's what you've always wanted to do.
0: Yeah, and by the way, that's fine. If you want to go do your own thing, go do your own thing. But building one's own dreams is not mutually exclusive. I mean, you, you, it's like, wait, your two options are work for a salon and build someone else's dreams or work for a product line or whatever, or work for yourself and build your own dreams. Those two things, there's more options, I guess I should say. It's not those. By the way, you can build your dreams while working in a salon. That is something that I never heard anyone say. There's all this shame put on you, if you're working in a salon, you're like a lesser human being. You're not as real, you're not, you haven't arrived yet. You're just a peon, you're just
1: insignificant. You're not a real artist.
0: We've shared this before, when we had a team, we went to a conference and we brought some of our team and basically, they're around the table talking, and the Lash artists were all sharing. And one of our team members said, hey, yeah, I work for Integrity Lash. And they went, everyone was like, oh, I'm so sorry. You they're don't- like,
1: you're not going to make as much. You need to be a 1099, and then you'll make it. Yeah,
0: and, and you need to be work for yourself, not for them. And it wasn't true, because she was making more money than anyone else at that table. But they didn't know that, because... You can make great money while working in a company. It's, I always think of this. I mean, if every company approached it, this idea, we'd have no businesses. We literally just have solopreneurs everywhere. Like every restaurant would be one person with one table saying, come on in. I will serve you. I will cook the food for you and deliver it to you because I'm building my own dreams. I'm not going to build... Taco Bell's dreams or what name your place BJ's or what name your Chili's name your restaurant. Like restaurants can't operate with one operator doing everything. It just doesn't work that way. Or
1: even brand names like designer brands. I mean, house of Gucci doesn't, you know, the Gucci's aren't
0: Coco Chanel did not build it. Just why herself. She was no She's she got other
1: designers. And yeah. those other
0: designers had good careers and got what they wanted. I know in Apple computers, when they first came out, I was old enough to remember. I was a kid. I lived in the Silicon Valley. I lived in Cupertino, which is where Apple was started. So Apple was the first building was in my town. And I remember when they first opened, everyone was talking about it. And everyone wanted to go work there. And everyone wanted to get stock. And if we had the same entire like, well, wait, you're gonna go work for Steve Jobs and build his dreams? Wait, what about your dreams? Like, dude, I'm gonna get my dreams if I get that Apple stock and work there. There were, and what this happened to Microsoft too, there janitors. were janitors who became millionaires at Apple back in the 80s. As soon as that company went public, well they opened, they started in the 70s and they opened, then they went public, I think in the early 80s or maybe late 70s. A lot of people overnight became millionaires because they had been working there, been building a company, helping out, building their dreams while building Apple. And that's the mindset I want you guys to realize you can get your dreams or build your dreams while working for someone else, whether it's a salon, where it's a a product brand or a training company or name it it doesn't matter it's not your dreams are not being kicked to the side and you don't have any dreams now because you're working for the man or in this case probably the woman because it's mostly women i think it's really really a bad mindset and there might be some of you right now that are like yeah i never really want to work for myself because i know people even our own team that have been who've left have worked for three years all by themselves and you know After three years, it begins to get a little boring.
1: Even though they like what they do, you know, it's hard to work alone in a room.
0: All by yourself for, what, 5, 10, 15, 20 years? You're going to do that? Just work by yourself?
1: You now, some people have that personality, and it's fine. And it's perfect,
0: yeah. And then other, by the way, that same thing where you're like, don't build someone else's dream, and then you're like, well, I'm going to hire my own staff. Well, so what's going to happen then? You're going to, when you hire them, go, by the way, I'm hiring you. You're going to build my dream? <laughs> And by the way, you don't get You can't have
1: any dreams. You have, don't no, even look at my dream.
0: Can't. No, don't steal my dreams. But here, here's the truth, right? With salons, then they go on, they do that for a year. They get mad, they get better, they leave you. And then they go build their business and build their dream. And, the, and this awful cycle continues on and on totally and on. It's totally dysfunctional. Yeah, it's totally dysfunctional. So I'm just encouraging you, If you're working in a salon and you're feeling bad, stop it. Stop feeling bad. You could build your life, dream, everything you want. Especially if they're a good employer and they take care of you, and you, you like you work maybe six, seven, eight hours a day, and they have a flexible schedule. Same thing you'd get if you're working elsewhere, and they provide you clients. Man, be grateful for that. That's an amazing option opportunity. And there may be a day where you want to leave and go on. That's fine
1: too. Yeah, and let's say you're not happy where you're at. I want you to max out all the opportunities that you can. Yeah. First of all, while you're working in your unhappy situation, I want you to figure out what. What it is that you you would like that would make you happy, whether it's, you know, having more control of your schedule, having access to more clients. My challenge for you is figure out how would you take care of those clients? How would you improve it? What would you do? Once you have a better idea of that, then you can go out and start looking for something else. That's going to be better for you. And you know what it is that you want.
0: I mean, one of the benefits of working in a company is you can get experience doing more than one thing. So maybe you want to take over the marketing. You want to move the marketing. So guess what? You work in a salon and say, hey, can I help with marketing? I guarantee you, you come to the salon owner and offer the help, they're going to be super excited most of the time. Like, yeah, I can definitely use more help. And you say, let me take some of that off your shoulder. Maybe I can do the social media page or I can help with their emails. I can write some copy. I can shoot some videos. Whatever it is you can do, you can get experience there. And then you may parlay that into another aspect of the industry. Like maybe you're like, well, I really don't want to do lashes for 20 years. Well, then get in the marketing side of the business and then launch from there and start reaching out to other product companies and say, hey, you know what? I'd like to come in and do this for you. I'd like to work for you in this. And because you have experience in the industry, you understand the industry, now you have transferable skills and you can come over and work for a brand. So it's going to open opportunities. Now, if you just work for yourself and you're just doing lashes all day and you don't have time for anything else, it's going to be harder for you to transfer into another business, right? You may be, like, so slammed just trying to get clients that you have no time to really work on marketing skills or management skills or leadership skills. So you really have nothing to offer a brand. So when you call and say, hey, like, can work for you, they're like, well, what can you do? Is like, I can do lashes. And they're like, well, we don't really do lashes at this brand. We sell lashes. But, you know, like, well, I don't know how to do that. So, you know what I mean? Like, so... Building and working companies will give you opportunities, can give you training so that you can launch and move in different directions in this industry. I know there's tons of people right now in this industry who are working in brands and other companies because they started out and then they learned skills and they transferred over and evolved. And now they're working for big companies. And by the way, I can guarantee you, all these big companies can't just be one person. They have to hire people to build. They have to have marketing, HR, sales. Trainers, they have to have all these different aspects, so there's plenty of opportunity. And I guarantee you that if you were working at Live Bay like six, seven, eight years ago, and I don't know if Mike and Shaw have this, but I bet they do. There's people that were there back in the early days who are now high up in their company with great opportunities, making good money, and doing things that are really exciting for them. And they're not doing lashes anymore. And that might happen with the salon or that trainer or that small company you're with right now, where you're going to see three, four, five years as they grow, opportunities are going to be there for you to grow, to pursue your dreams still while building another company. I guess that's the big thing. You can pursue your dreams while building another company. Well,
1: that's exactly what we had when we had the Salon Integrity Lash. Yeah, Everyone started out as a lash artist and as they become accomplished, then we would give them other opportunities if yeah. they wanted to be in leadership or if they wanted to do some public speaking, uh, help us out at conferences and things like that. If they yeah. wanted to help out with ordering product, there was, we were starting to grow directly in, the, in that yeah. way.
0: We had four or five of our team members, I think, or maybe three or four, teach, Conferences where we would normally teach, but we said, "No, you take the class now. Why don't you teach it?" The first year you did everything, and then years later we had other people. We also had in-house managers, so they uh, graduates were there like a lead stylist. So if there was any problems with a client, they could. Just say, hey, let me get the lead stylist, who will come over and talk to you, and they can help manage that. And we also had training, like we were teaching people how to do our trainings before we closed. We were gonna start using our team to be our trainers, and they were gonna do that. So I mean there were and then with LashCon, we had thought, unfortunately, we closed our salon just before LashCon. We're like, oh yeah, our team will come on and help with LashCon and they'll help behind the scenes and they'll maybe be speakers and all that different stuff. But you know, things changed. So that didn't quite happen. But we were trying to create opportunities. I know Mike and Shauna did that with Live Bay. They try to create opportunities for management at the warehouse with the trainers. They, all these people didn't start where they're at. I'm almost certain they all started lowering it and then they move up in the company. If I'm wrong, Mike and Shauna, I don't think you ever listened, you can let me know how you guys did it. But that's the fun part of working in a company. And that's how you can build your dream while working for someone else. And I just want to rage against that. It's mentality. not either
1: or, it's and.
0: Yeah. And if your dream, by the way, is to work solo, Go for it. I'm not saying that's a bad dream or don't do that. I just don't like the posts, I guess, where I see that you're bagging basically a salon or a product line because you're building the salon owner's dreams. That's not true.
1: It's not that they're bagging a product line or not. They're bagging on you for not going off and doing your own thing.
0: Yeah, that somehow you're, you're a lesser person because you decided to stick around and work there. And we just want to say we love people like that. There are people out there who, I mean, we had team members like this. They just wanted to work seven, eight hours a day and go home. And that's it. And they want to do that so they could do whatever other hobbies or passions they have. The job was just a means to an end. This was not the end all end all for them. It was like, no, yeah, yeah, I like my job, but I also have other things I like to do. And so I'm going to pursue those. And I'll work this job, which was fun. I like working with the people. But I guess I just we don't like when, when we see people bagging on the concept of employment or working a salon. And that hopefully after <laughs> saying this like 18 different ways. Those of you who are maybe feeling that will feel free to pursue your career in the company you're at. Stay there as long as you need to and then go wherever, whatever's next, wherever doors open to you. But hopefully you find that extremely encouraging. So hopefully you guys found that useful. I know that we had a lot there to cover. Um, I thought it was going to be like 20 minutes, but always we've, we've found ways to do longer. It's still a baby cast. Yeah, it's under 40 minutes. Anything under 40 is a baby cast. So anyhow, hopefully you guys found that very useful and helpful today. All right, guys, that's a wrap. We are done. We are out of here. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. I want to ask you to please follow us on Instagram at LashCast and at the Lash Conference. And remember to subscribe, share, and review. On behalf of my Lash Radish Tustany, I want to thank you for taking some time to listen. Keep on lashing. And remember, you have a friend in the lash industry.